podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast, you know, there, there's no really specific time you should be listening to it. I mean, never mind my opinion that it should be the jump start to your day, but sometimes you need a boost in the middle of the day or before you wind down. And I'm okay with that too. So whenever you're deciding to listen in, thank you so much for joining us. Rather you've been here since day one and you're a day one or we're family, or you just joined us for the first time in a while because you're just trying to get started back up on something new. Whether you've come here by a personal invite and you had a few extra clicks to get here, but you were dedicated and committed and you made it, or someone dropped a little birdie or a little nugget in your inbox somewhere, maybe a text message or an email or a share or something, and you just found your way here. Either way it goes, thank you for joining. I'm so pleased to have you. I feel grateful to have you, and I hope that you can um, enjoy what's in store for you today because this is our time and you know out of all the things that we have to get to day in and day out you know there's no time like getting that personal time with someone who gets you you know like somebody who is spending time with yourself and sometimes spending it with someone in this space like that be really helpful. I don't know. You tell me. I I mean I, I can only imagine. If I had a me talking to me, I'm th- I'm there. Hell, I'm there every week anyway. So <laughs> it's all good. So anyways, this uh podcast was created to help bring peaceful and positive perspective uh to whatever barriers or obstacles that kind of stand in your day and your weeks and your months uh to help you get over uh those barriers or obstacles with that little dose of perspective and maybe even a little push, a little boost. We want to leave you hashtag boosted walking away from these episodes of feeling like not that you can take on anything, but that you have a new outlook on how to go and take it on. So uh, hopefully we can be that boost for you this week and uh, jumping right in. So um, good people, you know, like when, I, when we're talking, I want to talk about some things, right? right? You know that, right? But now we're, we do this, right? This week, there's only a couple of words that I want to talk to you about this week. The words, you're, you're wondering what they are, right? The words try and better. That's it. That's all we're talking about this week. The words try and the words better. But, but first, oh yes, first, ah, there it is. You hear that? Do you think I've forgotten? Do you think, like out of all the episodes that we, I haven't even mentioned it, but it's been on my radar. Do you think I've forgotten good people? Oh, oh, oh no. Oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 no. 
20, you guys like what I did there, 2021 and 2022, where two Olympics happened in less than, what, six months from each other? Ah, I, I like wish I could scream. This will not likely happen again. I, I mean, I have no crystal ball, um, and so I can't tell you if it'll ever happen again, but this is highly, highly atypical. Having the Olympics run so closely to one another might have the Olympic committee in a total jam. Like, <clears throat> you may be thinking, well, why? Because it's winter sports versus summer sports. Totally different arenas and apparatus and all those things. You're right, you're right. But you still have to do things like gain clearances, registrations, qualifiers, like those those pre-qualifying rounds, uh, volunteers, vouchers, COVID regulations in different countries, communications, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. Those are big jobs to pull off one big event. Okay. Check this out. Have you ever tried to plan a party for someone or like a surprise anything? Think about how many things you had to do to ensure it stayed a surprise and make sure that everyone else who knew it wasn't a surprise kept it a surprise. And you had to get them to where they had to go, when they had to go, when they had to be there, how they had to be there, what time to show up, and all the food and arrangements and everything else. That's, those are, that's a big job. Now, try to do that for the whole world. Like, crazy. So, anyways, you catch my drift. So, you know, I know that the games are still in Asia, right? Um, I can imagine Beijing... 2022 will have a slightly different process than Tokyo's 2020 Olympics held in 2021, right? So anyways, I digress. Um, but let's talk about some of those fan favorites right quick while I have you, right? He thinks I'm off to Miami and I loan the car to a friend to work for Webster Webster and Cohen. Some place like that. <laughs> <laughs> some people say you know them can't believe Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. We have yes. this one there is. And no one junior. You Sanka. The fastest of the fastest of Jamaican sprinters. Go to Olympics, fight for Jamaica. Okay, so first of all, if you don't know what that is, we can't talk anymore. I'm just saying. If you don't know what that represents, like I just, I'm outside of myself right now. But yes. Jamaica is sending a bobsled team this year and I absolutely love it, right? I love that movie. Like you can hear my voice quiver as we speak. I love that movie, Cool Runnings. One, it reminds me of my childhood best friend. It reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me of so many things, right? Um, but I just watched it a couple of months ago. Um, I introduced my little one to it, and at first he was just not having it, just total lame. He was like, this is so lame, I can't do it. But within 30 minutes of the movie, hooked, and I mean hooked. So if you have an itch for old movies with retro 90s clothing and actors and actresses with a real good message, which can inspire you, Cool Runnings will do it. I promise if you don't find a message in that movie, you aren't paying attention, in my opinion. That's just that's just my opinion. Hey, I, I mean, it's just, it's a really rich movie. I just absolutely love it. Anyways, but alongside Jamaica, we have star athletes like Michaela Schiffen in the women's shalom. Say, like, I don't even know how to say that right. Shalom. Shalom. 
It sounds like it should be shla la la la. <laughs> how many times have you seen that word and said, what does that even say? That's what, that's how I feel. Um, we have Erin Jackson, Black Girl Magic, and the Women's Speedscape. Check this out. Her teammate qualified ahead of her to go to the Olympics and gave up her qualifying spot to give to Erin to go where she could be making history. So this is like just incredible. I think that's just a wow. Um, my man's Sean White in them, like in all of his little protégés, like Sean White has always been my favorite in winter sports, in the winter Olympics, and he's making his fifth Olympic appearance. I remember when Sean White first stepped on the scene, long, shaggy red hair. He was just so like rough around the edges. Now he's so refined. I just love him. Sean White, if you ever hear this, we're just so rooting for you from day one. Like you've just been, I'm I'm a fan. Um, And then Chloe Kim, Chloe Kim setting the record straight for the half pipe. She's a gold medalist from what, Pyeongchang, so she's ready to come back to Beijing and take it all? Like, I don't know. So we'll see. So those are those are some of the favorites that we're looking at for this Olympics, amongst many others. But, you know, I get all crazy about the Olympics, so I'm trying to keep myself reserved. Anyways, since I bored you with three minutes of talking about the Olympics, I, tr- I promise you this has something to do with today's episode. So Speaking of Olympic Olympics and the Olympians who were watching, I want to travel back to those words that I wanted to talk to you about today. And that is, those are the words try and the word better, the words try and better. Now, just to put it out there, like let's set the record straight. Like these, try, the words try and better, they are very, very comforting words. Like they keep a conversation very promising. They they keep an idea very promising. They get like it gives it gives that little ounce of hope that you were looking for when you just when you're looking for an answer from someone, uh, but they haven't given you a clear yes or a clear no, but they say something like, Oh, I'll try. And you're like, Yes, okay, okay, okay. There's hope, right? <laughs> so they are comforting. They keep a conversation warm and light and hopeful and promising. But they're trash words when it comes to execution. They just are. Well, Jay-Z, dang, how'd you go from lofty and light to so harsh? What do I mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Okay. Well, the word try, in my opinion, means option. If I want to make something optional where there's lesser or no commitment, I will try to make it or I will try to do it. One thing that I think is important to know is that our habits, our daily habits are the things that kick in when we aren't trying or when we are just trying. If that's the highest benchmark I have is try, then I'm just leaving it up to my habits. And habits, just to be clear, they're what we naturally do. So on any given moment, when we quote unquote try for something, all we're really doing is relying on ourselves to push through and get it done. But we forget that many of our actions are habit driven, meaning that if I'm trying to be there on time, in quotes, if I'm trying to be there on time, am I willing for it? Meaning, am I hoping to get there on time? 
Or am I actually doing something different to ensure that I'm there on time? Okay, let's break it down even further. See, when you want change, when you want something to change, or you want something new to happen, trying is not your best friend. The word trying is not your best friend. Let me give you an example. We, uh, you know, we can try our hand at it means I am being casual about the pursuit of that thing. Option. Let's, let's try it out, shall we? Let's try it out. Meaning if I don't like it, I don't have to keep at it. I don't have to keep eating it. I don't have to keep doing it. Nothing. Option. I, hey, listen, I'm trying my best. Okay. Meaning if you're yelling at me or you have a concern or you are criticizing me for something. And I'm saying this to you to get you off my back. So I don't have to increase in any intensity in any other way because I am quote unquote trying. So if I don't have to increase in intensity or focus or anything of what I'm doing, then I'm making it an, you got it, option. So when you want something done, like really and truly want something done. I'm not saying do it yourself, but when you want something done, you may have to consider a mindset or the mentality of an Olympian, right? Did you know that they actually think different? No, really, they do. Um, Different parts of their brain, and this comes out of John Hopkins University, shout out John Hopkins. Uh, Different parts of their brains are activated as opposed to parts of the brains that are deactivated, uh, you know, when they're not competing. But different parts of their brain are activated when they're in competition, when they really want to do something. And so, for instance, um, they have a couple of things in which their brain thinks differently. One, split-second decisions. Two, their ability to master, like, crazy moves. And then three, their ability to to thrive instead of choke. So let's break it down really quick. Their split second decisions. So elite athletes, Olympians, especially winners, are able to take any changes that may occur in their route or their course. um, And they can do so with quickness and flexibility because their brains are converting input from their senses into commands to move their muscles. It's wild. Things that you and I, like us average Jane and Johns, and I don't think we're average at all. I think we're stellar, right? You're listening here, so you're you're stellar. Um, but there's something about us we're not using. Uh, we're not. Our brains aren't building that model for capacity. So therefore. Um, There's just skills that an Olympian would have naturally to be able to move their body and contort in ways that you and I just would not. Two, their ability to master crazy flips, spins, moves. Over time, uh, it has been researched that over time, elite athletes uh, have developed a model in their brain that allows them to suppress dizzy signals. While you and I might fall out after like a triple Lutz or something, <laughs> I fall out when I'm in the gym doing 180 turns. <laughs> so while you and I might fall out after something like some spin move or something, um, let's take a figure skater, for instance, they are stabilized. 
We experience dizziness as a result of our inner ear sending an incorrect signal to the brain. And so an elite athlete who is doing crazy moves, Simone Biles, like when she struggled with the twisties, like that's part of the reason uh, why it's unsafe because that dizziness and that inability to like receive that input to contort your body in the right way can be dangerous. You can hurt yourself really bad. Uh, and so again, uh, because, because that is stabilized in an elite athlete that they've learned how to, to suppress, um, that incorrect signal or that feeling of dizziness. Three, they think different because they're, they have the ability to thrive instead of choke. Now this was very much a wild read, um, as far as the research is concerned, but basically to the bottom line is they are hardwired to keep their cool when the stakes are high or uh, they found a way to internally uh, mentally get in the zone, right? I mean, when I tell you this was a wild read, this was pages of how someone can choke because they're, they're putting like the idea that you get prize money when you win the Olympics, um, how they can put that prize money at such a high pedestal that it deactivates other parts of the brain, um, as opposed to just being focused on the task at hand and then, uh, you know, letting the byproduct be exactly what it is. Um, researchers and scientists say they can study an athlete who, it, who will likely choke under that pressure versus one who won't just based off of their mindset around the outcome. So why talk about how athletes uh, or elite athletes or Olympians or winners, how they think differently? What does that, why is that in relation to me? Well, bottom line is that in the heat of the moment, you will never, ever hear an elite athlete pull up to those final moments before the game or the start line and say, yeah, I think I'll try to win today. Why? Because they know that is what you say when you make it optional, when you really, you're really not committed to it. There's no option to this sport or game right now as far as an elite athlete. They are, it's do or do not. They are committed. They're ready to get it done. That's why you'll never hear them say, I'll try to win today, right? You'll never hear an elite athlete say, I'll try to make it to practice because it is either they can go or not. And even when there is a conflict, like a scheduling conflict or something, they plan it out to make it work so they can go. It's interesting good people how many times throughout a week or month, especially when we're like dreaming of what we want to do versus what we have to do. It's amazing and interesting how many times where we'll want something to happen and how much we'll just rely simply on our habits to carry through that wish or that plan or that dream when we know damn well that we need to commit and do something different so that our so that we can plan and we can plan different actions to make something happen I mean, I know this, I know this a little deep, but I just, I just want to settle with that really quick. Um, and so the next word, because we're getting close on time, the next word, better. 
So I want to talk to you guys about this word because I really can appreciate saying the word better. I think better is better than better, right? I really like using the word better. I really do. Because better is really, in fact, better, right? Better means increases in gains or decreases from whatever it is we didn't want to do, right? Like, uh, I'm doing better with not running my mouth so much. I'm doing better at not taking over front and center from all of my colleagues when there's a group meeting. I'm getting better at tracking my steps or whatever, whatever that looks like for you. So better really is better. Better is good. But when it comes to execution, again, better is trash. Again, let's go back to our elite athletes. We can, we can learn from them. I promise you we can. We just spoke of true physiological or physical changes that occur in their brains in order to compete at a high level, super intense, super jam-packed, super distracting, right? And the crazy thing is that many, many, many of these outside of just physicality, outside of intensity or resources, it's just practice, practice, practice. It's the mental toughness, the mental fortitude, that mental like activating and deactivating and stabilizing certain parts of the way that we think. Practice, practice, practice. If I want to increase my memorization, I must practice building that pathway in my brain, which means I may have to do that several times over and over and over again until it becomes a memorized. If I want to lose weight, I must practice a certain diet or certain lifestyle change that will promote weight loss. If I want to increase confidence, I must practice a certain set of actions and reactions when I make a mistake and also for when I do something right. Better is trash when it comes to execution. I say this because the word better is a relative term, meaning your brain, when it comes down to processing the term better, it does not know what to do with the word. Better, in my opinion, is equivalent to luck. I try what I try and I see what I get. Oh, you know what? I did better. I did better than what I did yesterday. However, in the mind of an Olympian or an elite athlete, something unique happens inside of the brain when uh, when. However, in the mind of an Olympian, something unique happens inside of the brain of a winner that does not happen with the average person. They commit. They commit to the win by saying, I am out here to be the best. Did y'all hear that? Where in there did you hear in that statement? Where in there did you hear that I am going to try to be the best or I'm going to do better than what I did yesterday. Again, these are very comforting words, so I do not want to take away from that. But these words do nothing for commitment or execution. Because the brain does not know what to do with the word better, it doesn't even give you a slight edge, nor does it give you an advantage. Because all your brain will do with the term better 
is quote unquote at best a little bit more. You see where I'm going? So good people, we cannot demand greatness over our lives or execute or strong execution within our lives or over our situations. And then the only requirement that we give ourselves is to just try or to just be better. I'm going to say that again. Good people, we cannot demand greatness over our lives or over our situation or over our circumstances or demand greatness over the way that we execute things. And the only requirement that we give ourselves to do so is to just try or to just be better. Or to give that same lackadaisical, underwhelming response to someone else. Oh, I'll try to be there. Oh, I'm doing better with my mouth. Over-promising to someone knowing that your habits will under-deliver. Good people, let's rethink how our words trick us sometimes into building up greatly or setting us up for failing at regular. At best, because ain't nothing new, especially when it comes to our habits. Those, that's what we do. I know, Jay-Z, it's hard to break a habit. I know it's so hard to break a habit. But I'll tell you a little secret. It's a lot easier, especially when you stimulate pleasure receptors in your brain. It is a lot easier to build a new habit instead of just trying to break an old one. You just have to commit. New habits can unknowingly break old habits or break bad habits, right? So shameless plug here, by making the midweek muscle a habit of your regular listening throughout the week, like some of us, to keep you hashtag boosted as you navigate your week, that could be a new habit that you develop as a result of trying to offset some of the negativity that you hear throughout the week. See what I mean? And then you can listen and listen and listen. Okay, my shameless plug is over. I just had to do that. Now, just know if nothing else, if you heard nothing else today, that we're with you. This is something that, you know, this isn't an overnight thing. Um, As many, many older adults would tell me in my life, Rome wasn't built in a day. But my counter was that, but yes, Colosseums were built within weeks. Okay. So it's not impossible to start building new habits. It's not impossible to break down old habits. It is possible to commit. And for whatever it is that you're trying to do or not do, commitment is everything. And so thank you so much. Boom. That's all I got for you this week. I hope this was enjoyable for you. I hope that you took some things away. I hope there's some things, even if it wasn't for you. Thank you so much for listening into this cast. You can reach me, Jay-Z at midweekmuscle.com. I'd love to hear from you, what you thought, what you heard. Or you can reach out to me on any one of the socials at the Midweek Muscle, Twitter at Midweek Muscle. Um, and just know that I'm excited. You know, every, every Wednesday, every week, we're right here. We're at the action. We're trying to do this together because we know that we're greater as a team than just trying to operate solo within a silo. Um, good people, you are out there doing work. You are out there getting to it. You are out there trying to kick butt and take names. <laughs> See what I did there? No, it's no try. There's do. You are out there doing the work. 
And that means everything. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for dropping a line to one of your friends or, or your colleagues, someone you think could use a good word like this today. Go ahead, share it with them. And uh, if you could rank me or rate me in the and in, in, in whatever app that you're listening to, that would be so greatly appreciated. And I thank you. And if you haven't heard it yet today, I love you. And thank you for tuning in. I can't wait to meet you back here this time next week. And until then, let's go. Yeah.